I'm Lindsay. I'm Brianna. And this is Gone with, Gone the, with the Windies. Gone with the Windies. I almost said the Brianna and Lindsay show. <laughs> oh, it's not quite that. It's not quite that. No, a little different Thank this goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, today is a beautiful Thursday afternoon. I slept for 12 hours last night, so I'm feeling good. How are you feeling? I feel good. I like the yoga we just did. Mm-hmm. I spent my morning talking to people on the phone for work. That was fun. It was new. It was new. It was not my favorite thing, but it'd be like that. Yeah. Gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Well, you're done now for today. Yeah. So now we can just chill. Just Freaking do... relaxing. Do the chill things. Yeah, I think today is going to be a super chill day because it's raining outside. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to soon. It poured this morning. So I woke Ruined up... Ruined my plans to walk. Sorry to interrupt you. It's okay. Yeah, I woke up at like 7.30 and I looked outside and it was pouring rain and I was like, well, honestly, what would I even do if I got up right now? Because I'm kind of in that weird like... I finished my summer classes and I have like a week and a half till regular fall classes start. So I don't really have that much to do. So I was like, literally, what would I even do if I got up right now and like stayed awake? So I was like, let's just go back to sleep. And so I did till 11 (laughs) (laughs) and then made some oatmeal and did yoga and the crossword. And here we are. Did you make like the bougie oatmeal? I did. Stove top? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Queen. I don't think I could have quick oats anymore. Really? I'm, like, kind of... I don't... I didn't like them that much to begin with. Oh. I would eat them, and, like... I mean, I would eat them again if I ever was, like, in a pinch, but I think at school I only have old-fashioned. I don't have quick oats at school. Is it the texture that gets you? I just... Yeah, I just don't like them. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. As much. it's It tastes more, like, porridge mm. than, like, actual oats. Right, yeah. Yeah. They're so definitely a lot thinner smaller it's like they chop them for some reason yeah i don't like it i actually like quick oats better i think but i think that's just because like it's so nostalgic for me because we would eat that every day in the philippines Mm. and uh, i don't know that was just the first time i really had oatmeal like that so yeah when we were kids we used to get that like the packages with like the flavorings and stuff and those were good but i think even those were more like old-fashioned than quick were they I mean, it may have been quick oats, but to me, they, I don't know, it didn't taste as, like, liquidy. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Who knows? Oatmeal opinions. I haven't had steel cut, though. Steel cut, it's pretty similar to old-fashioned. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It does take long, longer than old-fashioned, I think. Interesting. Because I think I tried to make it once during quarantine. I don't remember when. Probably way 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 beginning yeah but it took a long time it it advertised that it took like seven minutes but it ended up taking like more than 10 almost 15 mm. i think what the yeah i don't know i mean maybe i cooked them wrong but <laughs> i don't know that's i remember weird. following the directions exactly as they were and it took forever but Dang, it's not annoying. a big deal you hate to see it well anyway <laughs> i guess this segues in right into our episode today yeah today we're gonna be talking about food i don't know when food, it was published but food. that's the one but we have an episode about being 
meat-free slash vegetarian slash pescatarian, and we were going to talk about lots of different types of food in that episode, and then we didn't, so... And we just got stuck in a rabbit hole of meatless diets. Yeah, so here we are. It's a new episode, a new day, and we're going to talk about other types of food. We honestly don't really have a plan for this episode. I Not We're just going to see where it goes. Maybe we'll talk about restaurants we like. Mm. favorite dishes we like, things Ooh, we like to dishes. make. Yeah, things we've made in quarantine, maybe, because we've been doing a lot of cooking in quarantine. Yeah. And I don't know. Where should we begin? That's a really Where good question. Where to begin? What is your favorite food? Oh, my gosh. Of all time? Yes. Uh, And that could mean any food item, or that could mean a food dish, or a dessert, or anything. Okay. Oh, it's so hard. Also, apologies if you can hear me. I'm sipping coffee, so hopefully you can't hear me, like, drinking my coffee. I honestly, it's so hard to say, but I think everything that comes to my mind either has some sort of avocado element or some sort of cheese element, but the first thing that came to mind was (laughs) the restaurant Chewy's has Mm -hmm. this, uh... Oh my gosh, what is it even called? I think it's called a chile relleno. It's just like a stuffed chili that's fried. And it's so good. And I still think about it. And I had it for the first time in February. What's in it? It's literally just cheese. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's just cheese inside of like a jalapeno pepper. Maybe not even jalapeno. I don't know. But it's so good. And I still think about it. And pretty much any Mexican food that has cheese in it, is at the top of my list. So quesadillas came next for me. Yeah. I don't know, but like it's hard to think of the broad food that I enjoy the most. I think in terms of ingredients, it's definitely avocado. Like if I ever see that something has avocado in it, I'm sold pretty much immediately. I just love it so much. So that's kind of me. It's kind of me opinion. (laughs) (laughs) That's me opinion. That's me opinion. What What about about you? Oh, oh. (laughs) I was going to ask what about desserts desserts oh my gosh like this isn't true but for some reason i just want to say churros but that's not true that's just probably because you just said chewies probably like churros. probably <laughs> not that um churros when's the last time you had a churro i couldn't even tell you so i don't know um a dessert oh my gosh dude that's so hard i know if I, how about I'll change the question. If I asked you right now what dessert would you want to eat, what would you say? I think I'm here for like a really good cake. I was that's like what I was a thinking. moist cake with a lot of frosting. I'm a big frosting person. So, like my juicy butt. What? Ew! <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, we're taking that out. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. But yeah, I don't know. That's what's coming to mind. I just really. It has to be a good cake, though. Like, I wouldn't just want a box cake with box frosting. Or, not box, like a carton. Can. Can, that's the word. Um, It's got to be special. More special. Or also pie, I would say. What type of pie do you like? Well, I did a long time ago rate my top three favorite types of pie. Pumpkin is number one. Strawberry rhubarb is number two, and apple is number three, but it has to be apple with, like, sugar crumbles on top. 
not like crust on top. That's, oh, yeah. It's that's like, my it's Dutch, Dutch yes, apple pie. Dutch apple pie. Thank you. We should make that. Honestly, please. Okay. Okay. We'll make that. And also, what's another thing? I don't know. You started talking. <laughs> <laughs> I think I really like creme brulee. I don't have it often at all, but I just think it's a really nice treat. Yeah, it's like a fun, like, novelty dessert. Not yeah. like a daily, easy-to-make situation, but it's, like, oh, very yeah. fancy and fun. It's so fun to break the stupid sugar on top. Mm-hmm. I love that. But I haven't had it that many times in my life. But every time I've had it, I've been like, yeah, this slaps. <laughs> what about you? What are your favorite foods, first of all? Yeah, that's a really good question, and I honestly <laughs> don't even know. Um, Definitely sushi. I would say is probably yeah very close to the top it's up there um yeah I it's just so good (laughs) and like fancy type sushi oh my gosh shrimp tempura is the best with inside a sushi roll in my Mm -hmm. opinion Mm -hmm. I do like raw fish though but I don't know shrimp tempura it's just like so crispy I think it's the crispiness that gets me it's like adds that little textural component you know oh yeah oh I want sushi I also really like pad thai. Oh, yes, you do. So good. It just... Oh, so Whenever good. we get Thai food, Lindsay will always get pad thai without fail. I knew you were going to say without fail. I just knew it. It's just I what I say. It. it is what you say. <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't know. In terms of, like, things you can make, mm-hmm. I really like salmon. True. Like, just True. plain salmon with even, like, lemon pepper seasoning is really good. Um... Oh, bread. Oh. I realized, I think, like, any type of bread... Yeah. ...is just, like, literally so good. Yeah. Like, there's, um... Oh, my goodness. The farmer's market in Blacksburg has this sourdough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bakery that sells sourdough, and they have a bunch of different types. And at the farmer's market, they have a cracked black pepper and Asiago kind. Oh. And it was literally incredible. It was so good. Oh, that my sounds goodness. amazing. Oh. Yeah. So, just bread. Um, like, dinner rolls. Yeah. Croissants. Come on. Focaccia. Come ciabatta, on. Ciabatta. <laughs> pizza dough. Literally any type of bread is just the best. Garlic bread. Oh, my goodness. I do love garlic bread. Dude. Garlic yeah. bread is incredible. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like probably just any type of bread. And then in terms of a dish, like sushi. I yeah. feel like I could eat sushi multiple times a week and like genuinely not really get sick of it yeah (laughs) it's just so good but yeah and then in terms of dessert I don't know I feel like this has changed for me a lot I used to be like a huge donut person and I honestly I still am but it's annoying because it's harder to make donuts at home than a lot of other stuff Mm -hmm. like good like fried donuts not baked donuts right so I don't even know I honestly probably would say donuts like I feel like I could always go for a donut and that can't be said of like anything else and ice cream. Let's have a discussion about ice cream. So Let's go for it. Let's just do it. So when I was growing up, I would have <laughs> ice cream like pretty much every night. Like that was like, in our household we had whatever, pints or quarts of ice cream, whatever it is. I guess quarts. Quarts. And yeah, that was just like the dessert we had every night. Like a couple scoops. And then if I was lucky, we had the magic shell chocolate topping and oh, then some rainbow shell. sprinkles. Amazing. And that would be pretty good. And then I went through a phase where I would melt peanut butter. Oh, yeah. In the microwave and then put ice cream on top of it, and that was really good. But, yeah, basically that was just, like, my daily 
dessert after dinner literally every single night and it was incredible and I loved it and I looked forward to it every day and then I got to college and my stomach was like no I don't think so and <laughs> on you and so I don't think I'm actually lactose intolerant but my stomach doesn't love dairy yeah. and now that I eat it a lot less it's a it's a lot more sensitive to it and so I don't really eat regular ice cream anymore which is very unfortunate. I will sometimes, but not super often. Yeah. So made the transition to non-dairy ice cream, which Ben & Jerry's actually has some really, really good non-dairy options. And I haven't had dairy ice cream in a bit, so I, it could be one of those situations where the vegans are like, oh my God, it's like so good. It just tastes like the real thing. And then you have it next <laughs> to the real thing and you're like, mm, that's incorrect. Yes, actually, but, because I remember introducing you to Ben & Jerry's non-dairy. Yeah. I think... Yeah, it was the peanut butter and cookies one, which is the best one, low-key. Yeah, it is really good. And I was so excited about it because I wasn't really into, like, non-dairy anything at the time. But I was like, oh, maybe Lindsay will like this since I remember you were having issues. And then having she tried issues. it and she was like, mm. I mean, no, it was good. Like, I, I know, did I not know. like it, but it was just, you could, I could tell that it wasn't dairy. And yeah, like, literally exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. So it's one of those things where, like, if you constantly eat dairy-filled ice cream and then you have a non-dairy version, you're going to be like, this doesn't taste as good because it just doesn't. But if you're not really eating dairy and it's, like, not really a part of your life anyway, then I think it'd be a really good option, which is where I'm at right now. And then, yeah, it just makes me feel a lot better. Like, I don't... I mean, I still eat, like, a whole pint in one sitting, so, like, not good for you, obviously, (laughs) but I'm accepting that and dealing with that. Yeah. But just not... I'm going to be, like, sugar overload instead of my body is going to, like, explode from dairy. So. Yeah, yeah. You got to pick and choose your battles, you know? Definitely. But anyway, it's a really good option that doesn't make me want to die, so. Oh, well, we love that. 10 out of 10 would recommend. We went grocery shopping yesterday, actually, and got, I got a new Ben & Jerry's non-dairy ice cream flavor, which I've never had. It's, like, creme brulee cookie or something. So. I think that's why creme brulee was in my head. Maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't normally say that. I'm really excited to try that, and I will maybe talk about it on the next podcast we record. Who knows? I would love to hear you. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Any other desserts or ice cream flavors? Oh, I feel like lemon bars in general, oh my goodness, they're just so good. Yeah. And once I decided that I liked them, um, our Nana would make them a lot. And so, like, whenever I was visiting, if she knew I was coming, she would make me lemon bars. So, oh. yeah, just so sweet. But Angel. Yeah, so that's, like, kind of one of my memories now I have of her. But, yeah, they're just so good. I don't know, like, the little shortbread cookie underneath and the lemon flavoring. And I don't even love lemons that much. I do... I enjoy lemonade and lemon-flavored things, mm-hmm. I guess, but it's not... I don't know, that was sort of like a weird, unexpected favorite dessert because I was never super into lemons. (laughs) I don't know if anyone really is, but... I feel like the ones that she made, though, were so much infinitely better... Wait, that grammar is bad. Were infinitely better than any other lemon bars I've had in my life. Yeah, I mean, a lot of lemon bars, in my experience, are like box mix. Right. People just buy the box, but it's really not hard to make them on your own. No. So we actually made them the other week. I might make them again, because they're so good and I love them. You should. I will. Okay. Maybe I'll do that today. Who knows? Go for it. I guess we're making a cake and Uh, apple pie and lemon bars. (laughs) I don't know about a cake. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kidding. 
Oh my goodness. In the middle of quarantine, we made this really, really great cake for Brian's birthday. You want to, you want to tell the people? Yeah. Lindsay asked me what I wanted and I was like, uh, I don't know. I guess like a peanut butter chocolate situation. Can I get the backstory on this? Um, sure. I was on Pinterest and I was looking at cakes and this was like two or three weeks before her birthday. So I was like, okay, I'll try and figure out her favorite cake flavor for what I can make her for her birthday without being super obvious about it because it was like two to three weeks in advance and so I was looking at Pinterest and I like showed her a picture of a cake and I'm like "Ooh, this cake is so cute and then I was like oh like what's your favorite flavor of cake and she was like uh probably plain and I was like (laughs) that's the worst response you could have given me like I don't want to make you vanilla with vanilla frosting for your birthday but to be fair I honestly I wouldn't say that peanut butter chocolate is like my favorite flavor of cake I would say vanilla with vanilla frosting is my favorite flavor. Okay. But when you asked me, like, a few days before my birthday, I was just thinking about it. I was like, peanut butter chocolate would be good. I haven't really had that before. Okay. So. Well, anyway, when she said plain, Sorry. I was like, that's so boring. I don't want to make a plain cake for your birthday. Which, like, I would if that's <laughs> genuinely what you wanted. But I was like, I think it would be fun to, like, try a new flavor. Or, like, do something different. Or yeah. whatever. Anyway. And it was. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, it was so, so good. I wanted it to be more espresso-y, so next time we make it, we'll add, like, a lot more espresso powder, but we basically just used a chocolate cake recipe from Sally's Baking Addiction. She's incredible. Her website has so many good recipes for breads and bakes and literally anything. Um, She's fantastic. And her recipes are also really good for substitutions if you're vegan, because, like, we normally use flax instead of actual eggs in, like, cookies and other things that we've made so it works like pretty much all her recipes have worked so well for us with vegan baking so that's a plus to sally but yeah it was a really good cake it was just her basic chocolate cake recipe and then we made a peanut butter buttercream right it was literally just like peanut butter butter and confectioner sugar i think Mm -hmm. like that's insane it was barely anything and yeah oh, i mean that's buttercream in general it's so oh, good and it's literally just butter that's true. and sugar <laughs> which makes sense why it's Ooh. good <laughs> yeah. yeah yikes but yeah Lindsay, butter- we should post a picture of the the cake on our oh Instagram. yeah we can do that it was so cute and she worked so hard on it and it looked so classy <laughs> it was a uh it was like a naked cake so it just had frosting in between the two layers and on top and she made these like chocolate little flower designs that she put on it, and it was they were stars. S- stars, sorry. <laughs> yeah, they looked like flowers to me, but my memory might be a little rusty. I mean, yeah, they were stars, but it was so it long ago. Who could even remember? Oh that was only a month ago. I know. That's kind of <laughs> weird. I feel like time is just I don't know. Dude. Ugh, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, it was fun. It was really fun, and. Cake is good. Cake Cake is is good. good. Yeah, buttercream is one of those things that's, like, kind of hard to make on your own because you have to be very patient and you have to, like, let the butter whip up all the way and then you add the sugar, like, kind of slowly and then, yeah. So it's hard to make it not just taste like butter. I've made it, like, so many times before where it just tastes like butter. Oh, that's no fun. It was better this time, too, because the peanut butter kind of offsets the butter flavor. Mm, True. True, true, true. It's just a little bit, a little bit of a different flavor, but... Yeah, that was so good. I was really happy with that cake. Because I am genuinely not a big cake person. Like, 
I do enjoy eating cake, and if it's there, I'll eat it, but Mm -hmm. I'm not normally craving cake. Mm -hmm. But that was a cake I just kept wanting to eat. Same. And we had it for a good, like, four days or so. Yeah, it was a few days, but we were still eating it. Yeah. For lunch. Well, with lunch (laughs) and with dinner. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so good. Oh, it was so good. Fun times. Fun times. So. (coughs) Sorry. It's okay. Maybe now we should transition to food that we regularly cook. Yeah, in quarantine. We talked about our favorites. Well, I was going to ask what your favorite quarantine meal has been. A different question. Ooh. Honestly, I think ramen. Really? I've been really happy with all the ramen that we've made. And it's so fun because it's like we don't use a recipe necessarily. We just kind of like whip up a broth with vegetable stock and miso and soy sauce and some other things and then we just like cook the ramen noodles and then saute any vegetables that we have and with with ginger and garlic yes and um we normally cook an egg also it's just been really good i don't know it's a very comforting dish to me i think it's good for rain rainy days perfect for rainy days and yeah i don't know it's just like really comforting and filling yeah i think ramen when you go out to eat ramen is really good in like ramen places obviously yes but for it's so expensive it's like 11 or 12 bucks for a bowl of ramen yeah when you can literally make it i mean granted ours doesn't taste the same as any of those places but it's similar and it's still really really good and it's so easy and it's just like such a step up from like regular ramen like instant ramen i guess but it's so good Mm -hmm. literally just vegetable broth and then, or I guess like any type of broth if you're not a vegetarian. Yeah, whatever broth you've got. And then throw got. some miso and soy sauce in and boom, baby. You're in business. It's a meal to me. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so good. So that's probably my favorite quarantine meal because we kind of just repeat the same things. Oh my gosh, wait. <laughs> I didn't even talk about gnocchi. Gnocchi, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I figured mind. that's what you'd say. You should talk about that. Um. Yeah, so if you're unfamiliar, gnocchi are just little potato dumplings, basically. Like, you kind of make mashed potatoes like you cook the potatoes and then you rice them or mash them and then you add in a little bit of oil a little bit of flour and salt and pepper basically an egg an egg and then stir it up and you make a little potato dough and then you roll them into little tiny like quarter size balls almost and then you boil them and that's gnocchi and it's so so delicious and one of those things that seems very unattainable to make from scratch but once you do it, you realize it's not hard. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take very long. Like, the longest part is just waiting for the potatoes to cook. But once they're cooked, True. it's smooth sailing from there, baby. Ugh. We... Our gnocchi nights are, like, what we all look forward to the most. Yeah. So this is a little aside, is that we have dinner party night every week. So this is where gnocchi was born. Right? Dinner party night? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. On every Thursday, we have dinner party night, so we just make a little bit fancier food, and we aren't allowed to wear sweats at the dinner table. (laughs) And, yeah, we just play music, and, like, whatever. If there's a theme, then we'll dress with the theme or something, but... Each week, one of us has to come up with a theme, and we just rotate it. Yeah. So, Gnocchi came from that, because we're like, oh, that'll be fun, like, make this... Because I saw a Bon Appetit story on it of some chef making it, and I was like, that doesn't look very hard. I was like, we should try that. Yeah. So we did, and then we realized it's the best. So we've been making it ever since. And we're at the point now where all of us understand, like, every single step of the way, 
And when we work as a team of the three of us, it just goes so easily. Yeah, squat up. And we always have, we like save half the dough and put it in the freezer. And then that's just what we use the next time we make it. And when that, when we have that extra dough, it's like literally we can bang it out in like 30 minutes, if that. Yeah, not even. It's so It's easy. crazy. The longest part of the process is waiting for all that water to boil, genuinely. Yeah. It takes so long. But yeah. Gnocchi, so good. Gnocchi. Gnocchi. Oh my goodness, something we didn't even talk about. Those apple muffins. Oh yeah, those are good. Another Sally recipe. Uh Sally's baking addiction has gotten us through quarantine. We've made literally so many of her recipes. We're so grateful to her. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Sally. Because I think it's hard when you're looking online for recipes because you don't know how trustworthy stuff is. And, like, even if there's reviews, if there's, like, two five-star reviews, like, that doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice to find someone that, like, you can tell, like, all of her recipes are going to be good. Like, she very clearly tests them out and makes sure that they work well and stuff, so. Yeah, her brand is strong. Very much so. Very, very But, yeah. Oh, we also made her black and white cookies, which those were really good. those are so good, too. Take me back to childhood because right next to our dance studio that we went to when we were, like, toddlers... There was a bakery, so we would always go there. And they had those cookies. Yeah. Sorry, didn't include that part. (laughs) It's okay. But yeah. Oh, so good. I just remembered how the few bakes that I've done, like, by myself have been the galettes. Mm -hmm. And I loved those. And I honestly, like, want to keep making those more and more. They're so easy. And... I really like, I don't, I feel like I actually talked about this in the podcast. Maybe. When we did that, but I love it because I'm not a very precise person. Um, So baking is kind of frustrating for me because I know that you have to be very precise with all the measurements and everything. But galettes are kind of chill because like, I mean, yes, you have to measure everything out correctly, but also there's like a lot of room for like variety. What's, what's the word? There's room for error. Yes, that's the word. And, like, the way you form them is so kind of haphazard. I didn't even... even I, was, I didn't even I've explain what galettes were. I've been waiting to interject and explain what they are yet. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Um, galettes are basically little pies. That's it. Yeah, it's pie crust, and then you put fruit in the middle, and you fold the edges over. So, so easy. Yeah, super simple. Ugh, yes. And but. we used... I used a recipe from The Minimalist Baker, which I really like yeah, those recipes. recipes. They're so simple, so few ingredients. So minimalist? So minimal? Oh, minimal. Crazy. <laughs> um, and I think we used a Bon Appetit recipe for another galette, but yeah. they both worked really well. The apple tart. Yeah, the oh apple tart. Was, my goodness, we have made so many things. We have. It's actually crazy. Oh, so good. Yeah, the apple tart was also, that was a Bon Appetit recipe, but a tart, I mean, they're pretty obvious, but just, like, (laughs) you make a pie crust, kind of, and put it in, like, a little tart pan, and then you put fruit in the middle normally. But there's also different types of tarts that I would love to make. I think it'd be so fun to make, um, like, a chocolate tart or, like, a salted caramel tart, maybe, something like that. Yeah, those would be good. Yes. But anyway, it's so fun to just experiment with different stuff and just make... Make different types of desserts that I've never done before. Because I feel like I get very stuck in, like, oh, what type of cookie or cake or brownie should I make, you know? Right. Or muffins. And then it's, like, there's so many different things you can do. And even within those categories, there's a lot of avenues that you could go down that I've just never tried before, so. Yeah. Uh, Always fun to experiment. So fun. Yeah. 
I get so excited when Lindsay's about to make something we've never made before. <laughs> and I say Lindsay because I don't really offer that much assistance. I kind of help her pick out the ingredients from the cabinets. And, yeah. like, sometimes I measure them out for her. But she does a majority <laughs> of the actual baking. She's very talented. It's kind of cool to watch her work because she's just so, like, she's been baking for so long. It's very instinctual to her. And she just has, like, a very refined technique. So it's, I really enjoy watching her. Like, last night we were making cookies, just the aquafaba cookies that we've made a bunch of times. And she's just so good at that recipe. And I just love watching her fold in the chocolate chips. I know it's a really simple thing, but it's something that would be harder for me because I just, like, haven't done it that many times yeah. And it's really fun watching her. And whenever I'm left to my own devices, I'm like, wait, what? Like one time, one time I tried to make those same aquafaba cookies <laughs> while Haley and Lindsay went on a walk oh and it was such a mess. It, just everything that could go wrong went wrong and we were out of a bunch of things. So I had to refill and restock a bunch. And the kitchen was a mess because of all the different steps and like, Basically, the cookies turned out so bad, <laughs> so bad, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, that recipe in general is hard because aquafaba is a weird... Yeah. It's literally the liquid in a chickpea can. I feel like we may have talked about this before, but it's literally just that liquid that, like, is the brine for the chickpeas that you get in a can. So it's just super... It's a super weird medium to make cookies with if you're not used to it. And yeah. It's a very new thing, so it's not really... Yeah. So, yeah, true. I mean, that's understandable. Those always turn out differently just depending on, like, yeah. how much you whip it before you add the sugar and all that. So it's yeah. that's a hard recipe to do on your own. I, I know. Like, it's just funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it's not even with that. It's not with only that. Like, yeah. pretty much any time I'm having to do something on my own, I'm, like, a little lost and a little, like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. But Lindsay's very patient with me and willing to help. I try to be. I'm Just, sorry. I'm not always. Oh, but most of the time you are. Okay. I think that that's good. offsets the times when you aren't. I also try sometimes, I think, to, like, be super annoying because I want to be a teacher and I, like, try to teach you. And I'm like, you're not going to learn if I just tell you all the answers. So it's like sometimes, like, with the English muffins, I just didn't want to help you at all. I wanted to just <laughs> let you do it all and see what happened because then you would remember what happened if it went wrong. That's true. Instead of me just being like, oh, I would do this because then you might forget. And if you, even if anyone, sorry, this is not an attack on you not remembering things. That's yeah, just yeah. general. If you do it yourself, you'll remember it in the future. Yeah, that is so. a understandable. Okay, I'm just explaining. I don't want to Yeah. step on anyone's toesy woesies. toes. Oh, <laughs> But yeah. Um, wow. Well. So, oh my goodness, something I wanted to talk about. Olive oil cake. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> we made this only one time, right? Yeah. And it was so good. I want it. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how to explain it really. It's just like kind of a plain vanilla cake with a lot, with like kind of a sugar topping and you poke a bunch of holes in it and par... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and, and you pour olive oil over it and yeah. the olive oil just makes it like so moist it doesn't even really taste olive oily no it doesn't it's got that really nice hint of 
like nuttiness almost that you mm. get from olive oil, but it doesn't have the bitterness of olive oil. Yeah. So it's like the perfect balance. You like get exactly what you want to taste from the oil, but it doesn't taste oily or anything. It's just so moist and like, oh my goodness. I, I'm like barely even remembering what it tasted like because it was so long ago. Yeah. But we really should make that before I go back to school. I'm so down. I'm so down. I really, really want to eat that. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so hard though, because every time, a lot of times when we'll bake something, it's because I want dessert for that night. Mm -hmm. And that cake, you make it and then you let it cool and then you pour the olive oil on it and then you let it sit so that it can like soak into all the little nooks and crannies before you can eat it. And so you can't really eat it the same day you make it, which is a little bit of a turnoff because I'm like, I really just want to make it and eat it right now. So (laughs) on a day where we have food, like nice desserts for dessert (laughs) we should make olive oil cake for the next day another thing that i've been making during quarantine that Lindsay hasn't because she doesn't really eat brie (laughs) cheese um grilled cheese with brie Mm. with apple inside of it and i don't have much to say about it just that it's very good and i don't know i think that brie to me has always seemed like just a kind of cheese that you can only eat on crackers and, like, only special occasions, but it melts so well, and yeah, it goes so well on a grilled cheese. And that's actually an idea I got from a restaurant, so it's not like it's never been done before and I invented it, but I've been really enjoying it. Also, soup. Any grilled cheese in any soup works yeah, for me. Yeah, that's true. I think soup is so wonderful. Oh my god, peanut soup. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'll talk about this soup that we've been making in quarantine. We, I don't even remember when we, how we found it. I think Haley found it. Oh, okay. Just, like, on some random website or something? Yeah. Um, It's this soup that's kind of like tomato soup, but then you add peanut butter. So, it's peanut butter and tomato paste in just, like, a normal veggie broth with onions and garlic and ginger. And it's so good. Yeah. I don't know what's so good about it. Like, the texture is perfect. It's, like, creamy, but it's not... Like, it's not broth, but it's not stew, like a thick stew. It's like a bisque, but without cream. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's so good. But yeah, would recommend. Oh my goodness. If you don't have a peanut allergy. Sorry if you do. That's not very inclusive. A lot of our recipes involve peanuts because I'm allergic to every other nut except almonds. Yeah, I gotta monopolize on that peanut. Oh my goodness. Okay, sorry. I'm getting so excited. (laughs) But speaking of almonds, something that I've come to literally be obsessed with in quarantine is almond butter. Like, I didn't ever eat it before. What? Yeah, continue. Why are you making a weird face? I don't really like almond butter that much. Oh, I love almond butter. Yeah, that's good. I eat it with apples every single day like my afternoon snack is always an apple and almond butter and it's my favorite thing in the world apples and peanut butter obviously also really good but almond butter just hits different anyway i think i just want it to be something that it's not like i want it to be thicker and i want it to be sweeter and it's not so that's my problem with it (laughs) it's a me thing it's not an almond butter thing yeah no i think well the kind we get is like the natural so it's literally just almonds yeah so that makes sense it's not sweet yeah. Oh, I'm glad you like so that. Good. I'm glad you discovered a, a new love. so good. Quarantine's good for that because you have only the food that is in your house. And you exactly. have to figure out what's going on with that. Yeah. Got to figure out all the good ways to use the food. That's something I've, like, we've gotten a lot better at, at least I have, is, mm-hmm. like, looking at just, like, a bunch of different foods and just putting it together and making it taste good. Yeah. In literally no time at all. 
like just sauteing any type of vegetable and then adding rice and then adding a type of protein like chickpeas or tofu or something and then some type of sauce and so good. I feel like we've also just realized how much you can do when you have the energy and when you like just decide you're going to do something, particularly with like homemade breads and with, um, I was thinking about this, like how many years have we made microwave popcorn and just never considered the fact that we have a pot that we can pop popcorn in, just mm-hmm. the kernels. We've recently been doing that. Like, we've just been buying bags of kernels instead of microwave popcorn. And I'm just like, it's so easy. And I don't understand why I never did it before. And I don't understand why I never experimented with, like, tortillas or pita or all these different breads that we've been making. And, mm-hmm. like, why... Like, why? I know. Because we just didn't think that we could. I don't know. Yeah, it's something you don't think about until you need to. Like, we're not... Normally, we would just be like, oh, we want to make tacos. Let's run to the store and grab tortillas and guacamole. Yeah. But it's like, we're not going to go to the store every day to get random stuff and expose ourselves to the pandemic (laughs) when we could just make it at home. Exactly. So we've just been making a lot of, like, breads and, like, you were saying, like, pita and whatever. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's very interesting to, like see what you can really do with just the basic ingredients. Yeah. And, like, just having, like, a few different types of vegetables, a couple different grains, and then a couple different proteins, and, like, you are set. And then just make a couple sauces, and boom, that's your freaking dinner. It's, it's so good. amazing. Yeah, true. It's so satisfying to be, like, all of this... Okay, obviously, like, we didn't grow the vegetables, and we didn't yeah. grow the grains, but it's really cool to look at something and be like, that did not exist before? Yeah. In the store, and, like, we just did that at home. Yeah, like, you fully make it all yourself. Like, we made Eggs Benedict all from scratch on Sunday. I mean, it didn't go perfectly. Yeah. I need to be more patient with (laughs) (laughs) hollandaise sauce, but I made the English muffins, Lindsay poached the eggs, I tried to make the hollandaise sauce, and then Lindsay had to fix it for me (laughs) because I did it wrong. Um... Yeah. And it ended up taking a really long time, but we looked at the plate afterwards and we were like, what the heck? Like, we did that. We made all of this from our home. Yeah, it's very interesting. And I feel like we'll make me think twice, like, later when I'm like, oh, I don't have this ingredient, let me run out and get it. It's like, we might be able to make it. But also, granted, that is the fact that we have hours and we're not going anywhere. Whereas, like, at school, the reason I didn't really make my own food a lot or made really simple stuff is because I would not be at home. Right. Because I would be, like, hanging out with people or getting food or studying or whatever. Right. So, yeah, just definitely having that time is necessary, but... And having time to practice those skills so that Next feasibly time, you could yeah, do it. Exactly. Because having to look, constantly reference a recipe and doing something for the first time is, like, yeah. so different than, like, the way we make gnocchi now versus the way we made it the first time. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So much faster. Yeah, exactly. Gotta hone your skills, which takes time. But yeah, if you just have enough time to make it the very first time and like sort of get the hang of it, then the next time you'll feel a lot more confident and then you'll be able to do it quicker. But yeah. Wow. I know. Wow. We we did it. We talked for 40 minutes about food. Who could have thought that we could do that? It's not like we love food and eat it every day. This also (laughs) makes, I might go eat that Ben and Jerry's right now because I really want it. (laughs) Oh, I haven't had lunch yet. Dang it. Maybe I'll have lunch instead. You should probably have lunch. You should probably let me live my life. I mean, I should, but I also want you to eat lunch. Okay, (laughs) that's all. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys are having a great day. You should follow us on the Instagram, at Gone with the Windies. Give us a review and a rating on the Apple Podcast app. And have you... 
Oh. What? I was just going to do oh, our... Uh, have, I was going to say have the, a wonderful rest of your week. If yes, it's the beginning too. of the week. That too. Or and weekend. Or rest of your day. Whatever it may be. Whatever. And I hope you hope are happy. Happily. Why are you saying that? I want to say it. Oh, say Can it say then. It? Okay. Yes. You never oh. asked me. Oh, well, I just wanted to say it this one time. Okay. Hope you were happily gone, gone with, with the Wendy's. Wendy's.